Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the San Francisco 49ers Morning Show. I'm your host, former NFL and AFL defensive back, Eric Crock. And you already know you see the Manscaped shirt yeah, right there. Manscaped, promo code Crock. You get your uh, 25% off right now for Black Friday sale. Also, Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. Go win you some money. All that good stuff. But you already know what it is, man. We're here today talking about the San Francisco 49ers, the playoff. San Francisco 49ers, they are currently in the seventh spot right now. They're in the seventh spot. A couple weeks ago, if you were to mention 49ers in playoffs in the same sentence, most people would be like, man, what are you talking about, bro? Like, whoa, what you, are you drunk? But here we are, two wins in a row, 49ers are here in position to really kind of getting a driver's seat right now, especially after a New Orleans Saints loss, or got to say I'm a homeboy's from New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, all right, after the New Orleans Saints loss to uh, the Buffalo, was it the Buffalo Bills? No, yeah, Buffalo Bills. So um, that definitely helped the 49ers. Hey, listen, Cowboys, they got their ass kicked last night. That helps the, <laughs> that, I don't know if it helps the 49ers. It definitely puts the 49ers in, position to, I don't know, compete with them, I guess. We don't know what's going on in the NFC East. Right now, Cowboys, they're still the number one team in the NFC East, so it doesn't really, I guess, make a difference for the 49ers. But anyway, 49ers are in a great position right now. You, you, you're you tied. You're not tied. Yeah, you're, you're right there in that seventh spot. A win against the Minnesota Vikings actually puts the 49ers in the sixth spot. And right now, and if you look at the 49ers moving forward, they have the most favorable schedule moving forward you know yeah you gotta play the rams again we know that's gonna be a game gotta play the seahawks again for whatever reason they play the 49ers tight all the time that's gonna be a game but overall man 49ers are in a great 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 spot and who would have thought and you know we talked about it before it's really not about how you start and my guy will blackman uh he was on spaces with us and he talked about how at some point in the super bowl year with the New York Giants, you know, they had lost four straight games and they were kind of, you know, train, the train was falling off the tracks, but they had good leadership. They got veterans and they were able to get back on track and get right. And right now the 49ers are in that space. And again, I'm not saying 49ers going to go and win the Super Bowl, but they're in that space to where it's like, all right, get back on track, get right. One game at a time, one game at a time. That's how they're thinking with us. It's like, man, what what you gotta do? Okay, what what moves they gotta make to make the uh, playoffs? Okay, who we need to do? Okay, they gotta beat this team. Okay, they got this team coming up. We can look at everything moving forward. But 49ers, they're taking it one game at a time, you know. And uh, right now, yeah, man, they're in a great great spot. So uh, we're gonna get into the 49ers against the Minnesota Vikings. I appreciate everybody that's in here waking up with me on this morning. Hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving filled with uh, food and football. Which uh, mine definitely was. I mean, as a matter of fact, I passed out, man. Maybe about I don't know, eleven o'clock, ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Out. Next thing I know, I wake up on the couch, and uh, it's like five a.m. Haven't been able to go uh, go back to sleep since then. So uh, I'm up, man. I'm up. We gotta take care of business, man. We the, we uh, we must we must get home field advantage. For now, we'll have to probably win out. Here's the tough thing: can't see the well. Four nines can can have. I don't think they can have home field. I don't think they can have a home playoff game regardless. Because 49ers ain't winning the, the NFC West because they lost twice to Arizona. 
So, you know, on top of you needing Arizona to lose hella games, what they they have two losses right now, so they're three, and but they also own the tiebreaker with the 49ers. So the 49ers are a long shot, long shot to actually win the NFC West. So I can't see that happening. I don't think the 49ers be able to get a home field advantage. I'll get underdog fantasy when I turn 18. I promise. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, when you turn 18, underdog fantasy, man. Promo code Crocky. Let's go. Hopefully, I still got a sponsor with them. I do really good with this, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna they'll probably renew my my deal with them. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna take uh take care at home against the Vikings. My bad. You are correct, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. 49ers for sure got to take care of business against the Minnesota Vikings. And how are they gonna do that? All right, let's talk about it. Let's talk about who the Vikings are. I talked about this a little bit before, how just the 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 talk around the 49ers, the Vikings, it's similar to 2019, where 2019, 49ers, obviously, number one seed in the NFC. You had the Vikings. They were playing well at that time, that last that late stretch uh, down the field. And heading into the game, a lot of people were like, hey, the – the Vikings, they, you know, I'm taking the Vikings over the 49ers. There was a lot of that. Now, I think everybody right now, nobody, they won't really admit to that, right? People won't say, like, that was the conversation. But that's what, if you go back to that time, people were really scared of the Vikings. And a lot of people were picking the, the Vikings over the 49ers in that divisional game. And this reminds me of that, like, where everybody's talking about everything that the Vikings does so well, which there are things they do well. I think they run the ball well with Dalvin Cook. Uh, they definitely have a vertical passing game. Uh, you know, when you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, 21 touchdowns, two picks, we'll get into that. You know, he, you know, throwing the ball downfield, you got Justin Jefferson, you got Adam Thielen, and everybody talks about everything that they do so well and why it's going to be so difficult for the 49ers. And they don't talk about all the things that the 49ers have going for them. And they've made it to where the Vikings are like, yeah, they're is you know they're three point dogs in this game. I think we all know that uh, you know you get three points when you're playing at home. So if this was a neutral site field, it would be a pick 'em. And I, I I get that, but there are a lot of people that are like they're scared. Th these teams marry each other extremely well, just like they did 2019. 2019, they were pretty much the same team, built on stout defense, uh, wanting to work through the run, then you know big play action. Uh, you know, sh you know, just the shot, the schemed up shot plays, right? They they, were, they married each other, with how with how they played, and I think that's the case right now. And even more so than marrying each other with how they play. I mean, they're even. I mean, their record is the same. They're both five and five. They're both on two game winning streaks moving forward. I'll tell you what the big uh, difference is right now. One thing that I've seen consistently with the Minnesota Vikings. One second, let me close this door. My wife is. I don't know. She's cooking something. I've got a blender going. One second. The big difference right now that I've seen with the Minnesota Vikings as opposed to the 49ers is the 49ers or the, the Minnesota Vikings, they, they jump out to leads. They've done that to uh, – I was just watching the Baltimore game over. It was 14-3, Vikings were up. Now, Vikings ended up losing in a shootout. I think the final score is 34-31. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, I mean, he, you know, he, he could definitely play at a high level. 
But um, they jumped on the big lead in that game. They jumped on the big lead against the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, Green Bay came back, made it a game, and they kind of had the back and forth late, but ended up being a shootout. Uh, you see some of the things that they're able to do to really build these leads up, and then they just ultimately lose them. We had our guy, Luke, on Locked On 49ers. If you guys don't listen to Locked On 49ers, and we are now on YouTube. So on YouTube, I ain't you got to leave this show right now, but type in Locked On 49ers. Help us get to 1,000 subscribers. We're, we're getting close. We just started this up, what, Monday? I think we had our first episode Monday on there, or maybe Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night, I think. And we're almost at 1,000 subscribers. So Locked On 49ers, make sure you guys subscribe to the YouTube channel. But also listen to the show as well on podcasts and whatnot. But we're looking at that, and um, Luke Braun brought up how in, like, every game, the Vikings have led by at least seven points in the, in the first half. It was something along those lines. All right? So they jump out to leads. And now the 49ers don't want to get in that position, right? I think most people would tell you, the 49ers can't play if you get down seven. And I don't think that's the case. I saw the 49ers against the Packers fall down, what, 17-0. Now, obviously, if the 49ers want to run the ball 40 times, it's not ideal to fall behind. But, and I think everybody just says that the 49ers have to play a certain way to win. I don't think that's the case. I don't, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that they have to run the ball 40 times to win. I just think that's the most ideal way for the 49ers to win. Ooh, that's good. That's refreshing. Appreciate the subscription on Locked On 49ers. See y'all coming in here saying y'all y'all up there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, we can't we can't take our foot off the gas if we are up 17 oh at half. We need our uh we need to work on our ass uh, no matter what team. It is in the situation and play our best football for 90 minutes. I agree. I play the best football, but I, I can't even – the 49ers haven't really been – I mean, outside of the last couple of weeks, I guess they have really jumped out the leads. But I think with the way the 49ers play, man, uh, they definitely want to be able to control the clock a little bit more. I, I hear that narrative, but I, I think that's everybody, right? Don't most teams want to – you know, don't most teams want to run the ball well, you know, work the clock? You know, sustain long drives. Like, most teams want to do that. Now, obviously, you know, teams score different ways. There are some that, you know, get the ball upfield uh, quicker. But if you ask most coaches, to their core, what's going to lead to victory? Run the ball well. Control the clock. Don't turn the ball over. Play good defense. Win the game. So, 49ers have done that to a T the last couple of weeks. Now, can you keep it going? And, again, I don't know if that's sustainable, but I do think that the 49ers can win in a different way more so than 90 minutes. I, I glossed over that. Uh, shout out to my guys, nothing but Niners in here. Who Who, who is this? Is this Mike? Definitely would like, I, you know, Mike, you want to come on in uh, and uh, if this is Mike or Nick, whoever, come on and, and discuss this Vikings game with me. But, yeah, 49ers, they can win different ways. I just think the ideal way is to really control the clock, which, again, how sustainable is that? Uh, Every week to be able to win that way, I think that's tough, especially when you have a defense that can play well, but I don't think the defense is, like, dominant. Croc, do you think Norman or Mosley will be on Jefferson? Oh, so far what we've seen from the 49ers, they haven't – I think Mosley 
shadowed DK Metcalf, and he played well against DK. I think he shadowed DK most of that game because I remember him lining up, breaking up a slant route on the right side. I remember him running down the field with him on the left side on the goal route where he was trailing and he broke it up late. So they did some of that with, with Mosley early in the year. We'll be curious to see if they do that in this game as well. I would. That that wasn't something. Oh, he said, "Okay, so my guy Mike, he's working right now, so he can't come right now." But um, that's not something I think we've seen consistently. But I'll pay a little bit more attention to see like when they do that, when they utilize that, when they pull that out. But yeah, I don't think that's something that the 49ers have just consistently done. With most of the defensive front out, uh, they need to take advantage of it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I feel like with the 49ers, every time we think that there's something that they should take advantage of, they just don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like every time there is a, you know, it's like, hey, this DB is out, or hey, this safety is out, or oh man, like, you know, this offensive line is is just beat up. They're they're injury riddled. And then you think the 49ers will really be able to take advantage of that, and they just don't do it. <laughs> they just don't. What game was it early on where a team was lose, missing like their whole O-line, and I think the 49ers are supposed to, like, just get super, you know, pass rush, and they, like, just couldn't get back there. That was a game early on, one of the games that they – um, was it the Bears game? Bears were bad. 49ers were supposed to be able to dominate them up front. Definitely didn't do that. Obviously, we saw the Cardinals game. I mean, they 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 were without the quarterback, receivers, uh, you know, J.J. Watt, and the 49ers still, I mean, got their ass kicked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know when it when it comes to something that the 49ers are supposed to be able to take advantage of. Seems like more times than not, they're not able to do it for whatever reasons. And I, I couldn't even tell you why. Packer game, uh, no Bakhtiari, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that was the game. I think that was the game. The the Packers game where uh, the left tackle, the left tackle. Yeah, it was like, and they were down to like the third left tackle, and it was like, oh yeah, 49ers gonna dominate. And they just didn't do it. <laughs> they just didn't do it. Matter of fact, they, they came out kicking the 49ers' ass. Kyle Shanahan likes green bean casserole. Be, yeah, I don't know. I like that more than turkey, but I'm definitely not a green bean casserole type person. Appreciate everybody that's in here. Everybody's in the chat right now. Shout out to all the new listeners, all the new subscribers. If you are new to the channel and you like this, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. I think right now I'm going to go ahead and, again, this won't be like a super long episode, but, you know, get the get the callers on, get you guys in here, pick your guys' brains a little bit. I do want to say, again, I started off talking about the Vikings and some of the things that they do well. And, again, uh, I think they do a really good job really running the rock. I mean, you got Dalvin Cook. Dalvin is a special running back. He's one of my favorite running backs to watch in the, in the NFL right now. Flew a mover. Uh, he's explosive. He runs hard, runs strong. I think first and foremost, you want to try to take him away. I think the same way that the pack, uh, the Vikings probably want to, you know, get off against the 49ers, like the way they want to, hey, take away the 49ers run game and make Garoppolo have to beat you. I think you could say the same thing for the 49ers, like take away Dalvin Cook and make Kirk Cousins have to beat you because Kirk Cousins will put the ball in risky spots. He... He has taken care of the ball. They have two interceptions. He only has – he's thrown two picks on a year. But I'm here to tell you, man, I watched that Vikings game, and he put that ball in harm's way several times. 
he, he put the ball in harm's way several. So there were about three different times where I'm like, oh, Savage is about to pick that off. Savage should pick that off. About three times. And he did, and Savage did. There was one deep one where Savage just dropped it. There was one that Sa Savage actually did pick off, but they called roughing the passer because the quarterback got tackled. And there was another one where at the end of the game that should have sealed the game where Savage um, caught the ball, but when he hit the ground, they actually called it an interception, but when they looked at the replay, it was like, oh, no, nah, it's not a pick. It kind of slid like down to his hip or something like that. So only three, only two picks on a year for Kirk Cousins, but at least in that Packers game, he was putting that ball in harm's way. Now, again, I, I've watched him and in, 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 I watched him in that game. I watched him against the, the Ravens, and they will air that hole out. They will stretch the field. The one thing I will say is the 49ers haven't been prone to giving up the deep ball outside of some early passing interferences in the year. I don't think throwing the ball down the field or defending deep passes has really been an issue for the 49ers. So we'll see. I think ideally when listening to Luke Braun talk about Kirk Cousins, like they, he wants to play in rhythm. He wants to check the ball down. They've actually had to force him to throw the ball deep. The coach, and I'm like, man, I wonder if Kyle Shanahan could do that for Jimmy Garoppolo. But the coach had to tell him like, Kirk, Listen, listen, now I'm looking in the camera. Listen, throw the ball downfield. And then Kirk Cousins started throwing the ball downfield. I said he had to sit him down and everything. Like, man, dude, throw the ball downfield. Pull the trigger. So they will take their shots. They will take their shots. I think the best thing the 49ers can do when they do take their shots is, man, hopefully that rush is there. Because if your rush gets there, it's going to affect the way the ball is thrown. You maybe have to throw it before you want to. That's when interceptions can happen. So, there's so there, is, there is a lot of good that they do with the offense, but there's also a lot of good that the 49ers do with their offense. And I think the 49ers have done a tremendous job really just running the rock, really being able to work off of play action. Haven't done play action as much lately, a little bit more straight drop backs. But Jimmy Garoppolo, if, as long as they can keep him in those short situations, he's really good in that area. He'll be really efficient on those intermediate, third and intermediate uh, downs. I think ideally that's what the 49ers want to get into, but I think they can. Now, another thing that the 49ers get, um, have really going for themselves, and I think everybody talks about the weapons that the Vikings have. Oh, Adam Thielen, uh, Justin Jefferson. How do you stop Justin Jefferson? How do you stop Debo Samuel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How come we don't ever hear that? Everybody talks so much about Justin Jefferson. He's a really good football player. He's really good. How are they going to stop Debo? What are they going to do to limit Debo's production? What can you do to limit Debo's production? I don't know what you do. If I'm a, if I'm a, an opposing team, I know going into the game, like, hey, we want to really shut down Debo Samuel. But how do you do it? Because they get the ball in his hands every type of way, and they've shown the ability to stretch the field with him. Obviously, he can catch slants, and he can get up out of there uh, and score touchdowns, outrun defenses, and Vikings defense is not fast. Wouldn't I be surprised Debo have a, a nice, big catch and run? Definitely th think that's a possibility. Definitely think that's something that's likely to happen. You got George Kittle. How the, okay, how y'all going to stop George Kittle? Brandon Ayuk's coming on. How y'all, like, 49ers got weapons too. You know the, fa the famous saying, right, when people like, you know, somebody pull out a gun. He's like, man, we got guns too. Like, bro, we got weapons too. 49ers got weapons too. How come nobody's talking about that? Everything has just been about the the Vikings and, and the guys that they have and how scary they are. And I'm not saying that they're not good, but 
the 49ers are the 49ers got weapons too, man. So I want to know how they're gonna stop them. I think when it comes to like defense versus defense, right? Which defense is better? I like the 49ers defense over the Vikings defense. I do. Obviously, I like Kendricks, you know, really good. Harrison Smith is a little older, but he still can get you. He can burn you because you know he's a smart guy. Right. <laughs> Look, they're five, they're five and five, too. Man, what are we talking about? Um here we go. The real question is how are they going to slow down Jimmy? Jimmy is he's a how can I explain this? Because I don't I don't think you look, I don't think you go into it saying we got to stop Jimmy Garoppolo. Right? He's not really that type of quarterback. I think it's more so like let's just stop some of the things that we know lead to Jimmy Garoppolo having success. Which I think that would be we got to stop the run game, put them in third and long situations, condense the field, make them throw outside the numbers. I think that's how you want to, you know, limit uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's efficiency. All right. But um, here we go, man. Enough of me talking. Obviously, I think this is going to be a terrific game. We'll get into some uh, game predictions or whatever, but I'm going to bring you guys on live now. Uh, before we get into that, make sure and go ahead click the link. Come on live. If you're new to this, click the link. Come on live, man. Let's talk about it. Talk about what's going on, how you feel about this game, 49ers against the Minnesota Vikings. Also, Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. Make sure you guys do that. We'll see if they have any 49er player props now. For some reason, my uh, my headset is like not linked or whatever to my... I have my headphones right here, but it's like not linked or whatever. So I'm going to have the earbuds in today. Okay, my guy Rich said I was actually messing with you. Uh, Debo, Debo is averaging 7.2 yards per carry. Right. Crazy. 7.2 yards per carry. And he his yards per catch is tremendous too, if I'm not mistaken. Let's look at Debo Samuels. His yards per catch is like, it's got to be near the top of the league. Let's see, reference. Yeah, 18.1 yards per catch. <laughs> Six yards away from 1,000. All right, so he, Debo's getting off. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time he touches the ball, he's doing something extremely productive with it. So I think that's that's awesome. Awesome. Awesome stuff by Debo. How are they going to stop Debo? That should be the question. Hopefully I got my uh, my headset in right now. But here we go. Uh, let me make sure that I'm listening on the right thing. One second, y'all. Fix my audio real quick. All right, here we go. First guy up, my guy Darius. What's good, Darius? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm I'm, I'm really doing great, actually, bro. Uh. It was a good Thanksgiving. Raiders pulled it off. Uh, and the Saints lost, so it was all good. Then I wake up this morning. I, I didn't even expect this. Then I get the alert. You know, I'm on the subscribe. I'm on the alert. I'm on all that. No, Noti game, man. What do they call it? Notification yeah, gang. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm with that, man. So I seen it. I said, oh, yeah, that's 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 that's, that's a no-brainer. Click. And, um... Yeah, man, talking about these Niners, bro. Uh, I feel like it's gonna come down to defense, man. 
and we have the better defense. I do expect to win. Offensively, they want to do the same thing we want to do. They want to run the ball. They got two receivers that's going to get out there and do their thing. Um, I haven't really been checking up on the tight end like that. I know he's pretty decent, though. He has hands. But uh, it's going to come down to the defense. They have poor defense. And if we could just explo uh, exploit the run defense, I feel like it should go our way. Kyle's going to do everything that he wants to do. He wants to control the time of possession. We know that he wants to run. And he wants to give Jimmy those slants. And um, I'm just hoping that Jimmy doesn't start to show his old ways because the Vikings, they can pretty much take away that that middle. They know how to do that. Right. They played us enough times, you know what I'm saying? And and Jimmy just he looks different when he can't throw it to you. That that that, that slant, five, ten yard slant. He's not throwing no outs. And I don't know why. Like I'm rushing uh Juwan Jennings. He did like a five and an out, ran towards the numbers, and he wouldn't give it to him. He took the sack instead. I'm like, damn, Jimmy, like, was, are you really that scared to make that throw? So, you know, with that being said, um, please, please, Niner fans, start going to bat for our secondary. I feel like because they're not getting um, publicity, they're not in the, the spotlight, they're not being talked about on ESPN, it's assumed that we have – garbage corners and yada, 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 like, no, we don't. They're pretty good. Like, the penalties is one thing, but when it just comes to coverage, like, I cannot knock them because they don't give up the big – they don't give it up like that. They do in the red zone. Don't get me wrong. Josh Norman has been scored on, and that's my guy. I'm a ride with him. But um, they're taking the ball away, Josh Norman. Uh, the coverage is decent. And um, they're giving us the three and outs. Like, that's where it's coming from, really. They're, they're, they're stopping the short passes. And I just – I get irritated because it's like you think about the Niners and, oh, you know, they can't guard nobody. Like, well, how the hell do you know that? Like, you know what I mean? A couple of bad – you know what I mean? And the crazy thing, like, that's why I tell people, watch watch other teams around the league. Like, Cowboys, Anthony Brown yesterday, and I thought some of them were bad calls. Oh, like, my God. passing the four times. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? He got called for PR four times in one game. And ultimately, they had the one down the stretch that ended up making the Cowboys lose. But, like, I feel like 49er fans only watch 49er football. So, when something happens against the 49ers, it's just like, oh, man, right. the corner sucked so bad. But it's like, do y'all watch other teams? Because these teams are getting bombed on. Like, we, we talk about everything that Justin Jefferson does, right? Like, oh, you know, oh, man, yeah. he can, he, these big plays, he does this, he does that. Well, who the hell is he doing right. it to? He's doing it on the opposing team's DBs. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Man, preach, it's like bro. we don't notice that. It's just preach. like, oh, we just noticed that, you know, he caught a deep ball. It's like, no, he's burning DBs. Like, he's whooping guys, right? Like, so everybody looks at the issues with the 49ers and their secondary. And it's like, man, there are a lot worse secondaries in the NFL mm -hmm. than what the 49ers have right now from a production yeah. standpoint. There's only one receiver that stands out that cooked us, bro. And that was that was uh Devontae Adams, and he's a Hall of Famer in his own right. Like <laughs> right. besides him, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody really just cooked us like that. You get them dumbass pass interferences, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But ain't nobody really just ran a route and caught it over Jimmy Ward or somebody, like going down deep. I'm out of here. The one boy got away with one on on, on our rookie uh in Philly. Uh, quiz, but other than that, like, 
Come on, man. Stop dogging us like that, man. We got more problems on the defensive line than we do in the secondary. I, I agree. You know what I'm saying? But uh, what, what you think? What you think about it? What you think? What you think is the biggest key for our victory? All right, I, I think it's definitely like, you know, just the front end playing well, right? Like just getting pressure on Kirk Cousins, just moving him off of his spot. And again, the Vikings, they're gonna there's All gonna right. be times where they want to take their shot. And when they do, you gotta you gotta make Kirk Cousins kind of rush through that process. So he's not comfortable and he kind of just puts the ball up for grabs and hopefully one of your guys makes a play on the ball. But at some point they will take that shot. You know, but yeah, I think that the, the biggest thing is yes, a fact. getting that pressure on the on the quarterback. That's something that the 49ers have really been lacking. All right. And I I want to say this too. I I really hope I don't know how it works, right, in the NFL or whatnot, as far as um shadowing people. I don't know if the coaches do that or not, but I hope that Josh Norman puts his pride aside and just tells Mosley, hey, look, man, guard this youngster. I'm going to get Thielen. You know what I mean? The OGs going to guard each other. And the young cats go at it, man. Please don't get out there. Because that boy, he can run some routes. I'm not going to take nothing from him. That, that, that little dude is fast, man. And Josh is my boy. But we can't afford nothing to get in the way of this of the success right now. We got a ball that's rolling. And um, I don't care who we beat. It's a win, you know what I'm saying? In the NFL, so it's like you got to take that momentum. You got to run with it. Because we're going to need it in Seattle. I don't know why we can't beat these dudes in Seattle. Every time we win in Seattle, it's like a fucking Christmas miracle. And it's like, if Cardinals can do it with their backups, we can do it, man. It's like, go in there, kick their ass. I don't care about Cincinnati if we win or lose because they're not in the conference. We have to beat Atlanta. We still need to win, though, just for, you know, playoff position. We got to go out on this win streak, man. Well, yeah, you do, you do. Well, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let me take that back. You're right, you're right about that. But it's like we got to run this gauntlet, man. We do. We got to run the table. We got. We have to get on this because it's it's working. Everything that they're doing is working right now, and I'm not mad at it. Kyle is calling these games. He's not getting scared no more. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not abandoning what's working. Even if it's not working, he's not giving up on it. It's going to work eventually. You wear these dudes down. You run right. You run left. You run right. You run left. Eventually, them tackles get tired of running after you. Them defensive ends get tired. And I just want to see keep it going, man. Other than that, I hope you have a blessed day. Croc, listen, bro. You better than a therapist, man. I'll be needing this show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm man? If I'm, I'm 49ers man, therapist, man. man. That's, what, that, that's, that's what I'm on Listen. Oh, and another thing, too. Hey, y'all, y'all got to go check out. Uh, what's it called with you and, and Peacock? Um, locked in oh, Niners. Yeah. yeah, locked on. Locked oh, it's on dope. That's a dope show. That's a dope show, yeah. man. Y'all don't got Appreciate enough of those, that. bro. Yeah, we on YouTube now, so we, we just got the approval, got everything. Okay, set. we got a few shows on on YouTube now, so uh, yeah, we're, we'll be on there five days a week. We just don't go I live. Go live I think we'll okay after the, after the game though for sure, but. Uh, we typically just don't go live. I think that's what it is. Okay, okay, that's what it is. Okay, yeah, for sure. Cause I, 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 I like that. I like that show a lot, man. I like. Yeah, I just man. like Appreciate how you give it, it up, man. You, you, you real uh, informational, man. For sure, man. You have a good day, though, man. All, All right, world. Nah. All right, that's what's up, my guy. DJ showed some love. That's what's up. Call me, call me the uh, <laughs> therapist. <laughs> you feel me? Nah, you know, y'all know what it is, man. Um, 
I just want to come on here, you know, and talk that real and, and hopefully bring a different perspective, uh, you know, someone, you know, from a playing background and, you know, things like that. But uh, that was cool. All right, here we go. We got my guy. He came on yesterday. I'm going to get this name right again. Car Karthik Madhu. Karthik Madhu. I think I said that right. I don't know that. I did that same thing yesterday. How you doing, man? Good morning. What's up, Eric? How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How, how are you feeling right now? 49ers, as of right now, are in the seventh seed. And as long as they win Sunday, I think they'll even get bumped up to sixth seed. How what do you uh, how do you feel about the 49ers chances of being able great. to make that happen? Yeah, I'm feeling great. I woke up today in a very happy mood. The Cowboys lost. That made me feel pretty happy. Not a big fan of the Cowboys. So I don't like McCarthy, man. I don't like Why McCarthy. Not? And then um also um uh, I just want to start off with uh, with a controversial topic, like about your thoughts. What were your thoughts about like the Anthony Brown versus Zay Jones, the pass interference call? What do you think about that? Oh, so I, I tweeted it out. If you guys don't follow me, yeah, yeah, Eric I saw that. Just, on Twitter. And I so I, I tweeted it out, and and this is my thing on it. I get it. Like for a receiver, like that's how you draw the penalty, right? Like when the ball is kind of underthrown, you want to jump back through a receiver, uh, jump back through the defensive back, and ultimately that's going to force the the penalty. So yeah. I think he did everything he was supposed to do, talking about Zay Jones. I, I think I, from I, a defensive I, standpoint, it's tough because I, I watch it, and although he, you know, obviously he didn't get his head back around. And again, yeah. there's no rule, because a lot of people think there's a rule that says if you don't get your head around, it's a, it's a flag. No. The rule is, are you impeding somebody's progress to move? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and, you know, before the ball gets there. And no, he did not do that. Now, he did go. He didn't get his head around. Now, when the receiver jumped up, it looks like more contact than what it really was. And the ball just hits Brown in the back of the helmet. You know what I'm saying? It looked like there was, like, a lot of contact there. And some of it was just because the receiver reached around them. But I just thought, like, I don't I don't think that's a flag. Now, again, it's, I know that it can go one way or the other. It's just I hate that a, a, a game, you know, it the way the game goes changes on that. Now, again, I hate the Cowboys. Cowboys taking ill, so I like that aspect of it. But just to you know, just like games getting you know uh, decided on on a penalty like that, I hate it. I think that there should be a 15 yard penalty. And here's my and this is my thing. I think it should just be it should be like college, like uh, high school football, where if it's past 15 yards, then it's just a 15 yard penalty. Here's my thinking on that. All right, and I know you know you probably didn't want to go into all this, but here here's my thinking on it. Most people think that. A, a, a DB will pass in the fear if he's beat. My thing is, most DBs, that's not the way we think. Like, if you do get beat and you're going to pass in the fear, a lot of times that happens under 15 yards because, you know, maybe we got beat on a double move. So around like, you know, 8 to 10 yards, somebody do a double move and you're able to collide because it's like, damn, he's just going to run by me. You might PI on that. Now, again, that's not 15 yards down the field. If we are down the field, I feel like if I'm close enough to grab you and intentionally pass and fear you, I'm also close enough to make a play on the ball. So you don't typically see guys, uh, you know, the ball is thrown in the air and, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to just grab him. Like, now you might see a guy panic, but he's not doing that intentionally. He might panic because like, oh, is the ball going to get there? And he might get his hand in there early, but that he's not, it's not a, it's not an intentional thing. So I, I strongly believe that 
the way these games are being decided with guys throwing the ball down the field and with the alarming amount of numbers with passing appearances, I think it should be, if it's past 15 yards, it should just be a 15-yard penalty. Everything under 15 yards, it should be a spot foul. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's my thoughts on that. But go ahead. Yeah. I know I went on a rant a little bit. No, you're all good. I don't want to argue with you because you're a former defensive back. I'm just a 15-year-old coming on the show and talking 49ers. <laughs> I just want to say, um, I just thought Anthony Brown, like, on that play, it was way past five yards, but, like, he, I kind of thought he stopped his progress because, like, he didn't turn his head around. He's playing the receiver and not the ball. I mean, I'm not a football player, but I'm just saying that's that, that were my thoughts, my first initial thoughts. He didn't play the ball. He played the receiver, which, like, avoid, like um, what's that word? Uh, avoided the receiver from actually getting his hands on the ball. But I don't know. Those are just my thoughts, but I'm not going to argue with you. You're yeah, I got you. I, you know, I, I got you. I want to uh... – you know, hear your perspective as well. So that's no, that's what's up. I, I like I like it that you have that thought process. You're thinking about that. I um now going back to the 49ers. I um exactly what you were saying before. Why don't people talk about Debo Samuel? I get it. Justin Jefferson. He's good. He's breaking Randy Moss's record. And Adam Thielen is a great wide receiver too. And why is no one talking about team Debo Ayuk Kittle? Debo is a great number one. He's He's just as good as Jefferson. Maybe Jefferson's proved a bit more. He's not as injury prone. But Thielen, they got, we got Ayuk as our wide receiver too. Ayuk's coming up big these recent weeks. Great games these recent weeks. Rams against the Jaguars. And we got Kittle. Who's their tight end? Tyler Conklin. What does he have had ever done in this league? I mean, not trying to like put any offense. He's good. No. I watched all his highlights. He's got good hands. But we got Kittle. Like, I don't know why they're putting so much disrespect on Samuel. They're saying, oh, how can we stop Jefferson? How can you stop Samuel? He's more versatile. He can run the ball. He can. He's great at running deep routes, too. People think he's just this five-yard, five-yard, like, slant, um, uh, dig route, 15-yard dig route. He can run, like, 30-yard post, 20-yard post up the field. Right. I know Jefferson can do that. But, like, come on, put some respect on this guy's name. So can Ayuk. Ayuk's fast. He can run those deep routes. Jimmy can yeah. hit those if he if he has the confidence. And then Kittle, second best tight end, I think, my opinion, after Kelsey. Come on. Just, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I, you know, I think with everything, man, you know, you start getting the wins and you do these things consistently, I think, at that point, that's when, you know, guys uh, I start giving them that love, it. showing them that love. I think people just take it from the perspective of the quarterback and how they play with their quarterback. Like, I think people just think Kirk Cousins is better than Jimmy. That's why they think their receivers will be better than the 49ers receivers. I think that's why they think like that. Maybe that's why. Right. Those are just my thoughts. Right. Also, this game, I just want Kyle to regret um, getting Kirk Cousins, just get him off his mind and just think about Trey. And, stick with the future yeah eventually man but all right man i'm gonna I'm a get you off now i appreciate you calling in bro yeah no problem subscribe like you're the man Croc. <laughs> all, right, all right all good hey guys we, we have an imposter in the chat here <laughs> my guy jared carter was good with you man so my guy carter i believe carter you're a raiders fan right and you know we're friends today though because y'all beat the uh, Cowboys and you know my you know BJ BJ be you know tripping with his Cowboys and stuff. I bet he was being real disrespectful towards the Raiders. Really probably writing y'all off. And uh, 
y'all still uh, beat the Cowboys ass. So if you ain't said nothing to BJ yet, man, you, you got to go talk to BJ and really rub it in his face because I know he was talking dirty about the Raiders. Not giving y'all a chance or anything like that. So and then he going to message the group chat. Oh, I don't even care. You know, I, I don't even really feel any type of way about this loss. Like, shut up. You know, you're hella mad. So, Jared, man, my dog Carter, you got to go. Uh, you got to talk to BJ about that, bro. Anyways, here we go, my guy. Ryan, what's good, man? Ryan. What's up, man? Top of the morning. How you doing? Okay, there you go. Oh, man, yes, I'm sir. good. How you doing this morning? What's up? We're good? Nah, man, I'm good, man. Nice and full. Still. <laughs> yeah. So how you feeling right now? The 49ers yeah, are in a yeah, good man. position to potentially. Uh, I think there's some delay or something. Can, are we good can now? you hear me? I can I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear but you. But I think we're I'm I'm okay. Hold on. We got we gotta get my guy Ryan. So I can hear you, Ryan, but I think there's like a delay because it's like you know what I'm saying. So I don't know. You maybe want to try to click out and then try to come back in and see if that helps. Anyway, before we get Ryan back on, man, make sure you guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to YouTube channel. Hit the like button, man. We're on here just talking about the 49ers against the Vikings again. I like everything about this matchup for the 49ers. I think these teams are evenly matched. Um, I think they do a lot of things well, and I think ideally they want to win in similar fashion, really you know, focusing on the run game and letting everything work off of that, play some defense. thing is, both of these teams have been really up and down. I, I think – 49ers offense in this game isn't getting as much love as the Vikings offense for whatever reason. But I think the 49ers, you know, obviously do a lot of really good things that, you know, will contribute to a win, hopefully, in this game against the Vikings. So, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. But here we go. Let's see if my guy got my guy Ryan back on. What's good, man? Are are we good now? Are we Gucci? We good? I think so. Yeah. I went in and out like a hamburger. Hopefully we Gucci now. <laughs> yeah, it, it uh I think it's just like delayed a little bit, but we're good. Go ahead. Um, how you feeling about this upcoming game? Nah, man, I think we should all right. Um, I was listening to uh, Howard Cosell, or I think it was Greg Cosell, the one who does on um, the NFL films, who was breaking down the Vikings and their offense and their defense, and he was saying that like their defense didn't come to all year long because their secondary has been real suspect. Um, they haven't been getting what they want out of Patrick Peterson. He has extremely regressed. And um, Dantzler has been up and down. The safeties have been good as well. But um, teams have been able to go into that game knowing that they're going to get in cover two and stay there. Um, we know what the linebackers are going to be. They got three decent or good linebackers. And the defensive line is shifty. So I think if Kyle come in there, not saying we got to run the ball 40 times a game, but establish that physicality, um, and that willingness to go in there and play next in the trenches, I think we should be good on that end. Um, hopefully, we throw a couple play action face in, man. I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, right now you get a, like a, a nice little bum because as a young kid was saying, why don't IU and Debo get this type of um, notoriety on the big screen? It's mainly because of consistency. Um, we know for certain over the last two years, they've always had feeling. They've always had Jefferson. They always had um, Kirk Cousins playing. So when you have that longevity of consistent bombs, consistent thousand yard, consistent 
eight plus touchdowns over the last two years, people are going to notice you because of the fantasy football and because of the Vikings and who they are, you know what I'm saying, as an organization. So I think that's probably why Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk um, don't get that type of notoriety. They've just been too inconsistent, and we kind of been losing far as, you know, early in the year. But right now we are doing a little better. But even now, Kittle numbers aren't really outstanding as a tight end compared to the other ones we see in the league today. Um, but to say that on offensive end, though, then, man, I think we should be able to dominate. Um, the D-line is kind of shaking over there in the Vikings. And I think our secondary will be able to hold um, Thielen and Jefferson down. I think Hufang um, will play a real big part in the game today. We got to be careful of the quick screen game, not only with the ball screen or the jailbreak screens with Jefferson and Thielen, but also the screen game with Cook. Davin Cook has some exceptional hands coming out the backfield. He can catch it. He can go straight north. He can go east and west, man, do a little shake and bake if you want to. And our linebackers have to be ready. Our edges have to be ready to stay protecting the edges because you know how the zone runs are with that team. They're really our edge teams. And so, man, I think if we just stay consistent on our assignments, um, don't try to overdo nothing, let Funga come in there because I think we all know what Jimmy Ward will do to the tight end. He going to put him on locks. Tart going to make yeah. sure nobody get nothing back, you know, back in the back. Allow Hufunga just to play off instincts, reading the screen, reading those um those little short patterns, and allow him to lay the wood down and hit them boys. And I think we should come out there with a for you know, for the Niners on Sunday. Right, man. I love everything you said, man. I appreciate you coming on, bro. All right, so let's go now to Empire. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, that's my that's my guy Ryan right there. Appreciate him coming on. We're going to be getting out of here in, in just a little bit. If you guys have any other questions or anything you guys want to go over, go ahead, plug those into the chat. Appreciate everybody sitting here right now. If you haven't already, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. You know, all that good stuff. Uh, again, Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. We'll look into a little bit of Underdog Fantasy. They got the matchups now. Uh, for the 49ers. So you already know, yesterday we did this, and I want you guys to help me with this today. And uh, let me know what I should do here, all right, what plays I should have for the 49ers game. So here we go. We got the – here's the matchups right now for the 49ers against the Vikings. Here's the over-unders. All right, so there's a couple of different ways you can do it, all right? You can do over-unders, which we'll pick some of these. Right, see a lot of Debo, George Kittle, all those guys. There's also rivals, so you have either you can do pickums or you can do rivals. So rivals, and just go to straight football in the film. Or oh, they don't have the rivals yet. All right, so we're just gonna go straight over under NFL. <clears throat> all right, and we're just gonna go to this game. We're just gonna pick from this game. So let's start with the 49ers. Do we think that Jimmy Garoppolo? Throws an interception, all right, or more. What's most like? What's more likely with Jimmy and his over on the props? Because I can only pick one Jimmy Garoppolo one. So is he, you guys want to do the over under on yards, the over under on touchdowns, which is a touchdown and a half. Do you guys think he's going to throw two tugs, or do you think he, there's a chance he throw an interception? Out of these three, which one should we go with, and which and are we going to do the over on or the under on that one? So y'all let me know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Should we go with the interceptions, the yards, or the touchdown passes? I'm thinking touchdown passes, and I want to do the over. I think Jimmy Garoppolo will throw two touchdowns. 
I also think he might throw one pick. Right? He's been pretty clean lately with the ball. I feel like that one pick is coming, especially when he's playing against Kendricks. What do y'all think we should do? Touchdowns or interception? I feel like interception coming against the Packers. Yeah, I mean, Vikings, yeah, I can see that as well, man. Vikings defense ranked 21st, 49ers third. <laughs> Did not know that about the Vikings defense, 21st. See, y'all leaning pick like me. That's why I'm leaning towards pick. Jimmy has never gone three straight games without throwing a pick. I don't want to jinx it, though. Like, I don't want to get it in. <laughs> Him be the reason, you know, us be the reason why. But I, I am going to go. I'm going to go the over on, on the interception. I think he might give up one. No, nah, I ain't going to do it. I'm going to go with the touchdowns. I only want to get put that bad juju on him. All right, here we go. I think another good one right here is just because of the usage with Kyle Juszczyk, I'm going to go the over on his receiving yards, right? Do we think Juszczyk will have, you know, eight eight or more receiving yards? I, I think so with the way that they've kind of been utilizing him. And all it takes is really one catch. Can we get one catch from Juszczyk and that will likely be eight plus yards? So what do y'all think? I'm thinking with Juszczyk, pick the over. All right. And let's see. Uh, let's go to some of these props for the Vikings. They got ah, that's scary, right? That that why there's such a big difference between Justin Jefferson's over under 87 and a half and Adam Thielen at 59 and a half. Ah, what are we gonna do, y'all? What are we gonna do? What, what what should we play here? Here are the Vikings over unders. What should we play? I'm leaning towards under on Cousins Yards. 49ers just haven't really been giving up a ton of yards. Not saying it can't happen, but it just seems like that's not something that has happened consistently. All right. That's the one I feel most comfortable, confident with. What about y'all? What do y'all think? Under for, for Kirk. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Juice only has 20 receiving yards? That's got to be wrong, right? Because didn't he have one down the sideline where he jumped over a person? Let's see. Let's see how you check your stats. All right. No, he has 19 catches, 173 yards, and he's averaging over nine yards a catch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with those that over for. Uh... Oh, you say he'll get 20 this game. Okay, I agree. I agree. Like unfortunately. Okay. I think over for both. So, so here we go. Where am I at? I got, we're going to go the under for Kirk Cousins. I'm thinking the under for Jefferson, but it only takes that one big play to really kick things off. And the 49ers haven't been the team to give up that big play, but if they are going to, Justin Jefferson is a guy to get it. So that's, I kind of want to stay away from that. I kind of want to stay away from that. I'm going to stick to more 49ers stuff. Jimmy Garoppolo, we're going to go with the over on his touchdown passes. I think he'll get two. Youth check, we got seven and a half. And Debo Samuel or George Kittle. I think George Kittle, he didn't have a big game last game. I'm going to go with the over on George Kittle. I think that's it for my over-under. I think that's the max. Oh, no, I can pick one more. Let's do... 
Debo's receiving yards. I'm going to go Debo's receiving yards. I'm going to hit the over on that. So there we go. I think that's what we're going to do. Here's the here's it right here. We're going to put $10 on that. All right, that $10, that'll, that'll have us collect $200. All right, so what we're going with, Jimmy, the over on his touchdowns, we're saying he's going to get two touchdowns. Use check, just need him to get eight or more receiving yards. Kirk Cousins, the under on his passing yards. George Kittle over 60 and Debo over 70. That's what that's what I'm going with, y'all. So that right there, that's gonna pay out 10 uh two hundred dollars. So you risk risk 10, collect 200. All right, that's what we're going with. Confirm. Here we go. Let's can I share this? Let's see. I'll wait to share it. But yeah, that's what we're gonna do, man. So that's how underdog fantasy works. Again, if you guys haven't already. Go ahead, you know, hit that like button, subscribe button, Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. Underdog Fantasy. So if y'all went in on this action, what I just did, I just risked $10. That $10 would get me uh, paid out $200 if it hits. So, yeah, you guys go ahead, get in on that action too. That's Underdog Fantasy right there. But, yeah, y'all, man, that's going to do it for today's show. We came on, talked a little bit about the game, the Vikings against the 49ers. I really like the 49ers in this game. I do think these teams are evenly matched. Big thing with the 49ers, don't do anything to shoot yourself in the foot. As long as they don't do that, 49ers should be fine. And that's been the thing more times than not with the 49ers. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself. 49ers don't hurt themselves. I think they'll be just fine. But uh, appreciate everybody that's in here. Everybody that you know, contributed to the show. Shout out to all y'all. Matter of fact, I see a contribution that I didn't get to. Hold on. I feel like there was one. Here we go. If four plays, does he have an impact in this game? Great, great, great question. Uh, yes, yes, he does. And it sounds like he's gonna play, right? Like that's what they—that's what it says. Seems like they are leaning towards. Yeah, definitely, definitely, Ford gonna play. Uh, I think he's gonna impact it. He only—he's probably only gonna get limited amount of snaps. So we're talking about you know potentially fifteen snaps. And it's like, okay, what, what's he gonna do? What's he going to do? What is he going to do in those 15 snaps? And I think that's where it's just like, just scream off the edge. Just purely passing situations. Don't have him, you know, you don't got to be in running situations or anything like that. Just come off that edge, force the pocket, collapse the pocket on Kirk Cousins. I think this would be a big game for him. And again, he only has to make an impact on so many third down plays. Just We just need him force... Force Cousins off of his spot on a few plays, even if it doesn't result in a sack. Just make him move. I think that's where the 49ers are going to be best with Ford. So I definitely think that he's going to help. Absolutely an impact, like my guy Anthony said. Absolutely. But yeah, y'all, that's going to do it for today's episode. Underdog Fantasy, go download that right now. Underdog Fantasy, promo code Crocky. Also, Manscaped, again, they still got the Black Friday stuff going on right now. Still got the Black Friday sales going on. All right, so Manscaped right now, 25% off the entire site. Just make sure you use promo code Crocky so they know where you came from. But until next time, I'm out, y'all. Peace. Intercepted. It is picked off by Aaron Crocker. Over midfield, he'll run it all the way into the end zone. Touchdown. Crop Talk TV Podcast. Peace.